Hey, good morning, everybody. It's uh, Big Daddy, and uh, here we here we are again at Big Daddy and Friends. And you know, one of the things that uh, I try to do with the show is uh, bring to our listeners and our viewers not just the names that play in the game, but help also build the game and do it from all levels. And what I mean all levels from youth football all the way up to the professional level. So our next guest, who's been on my show before, he has 30 years of experience in professional and college football. But now he's going to share something that he's bringing out. And um, and it's real interesting. So, again, let's say hello to my friend Rick Mueller. How you doing, Rick? Great, Big Daddy. Good to see you again. Thanks for having me, bud. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, when you sent me over the uh, the website on your new company and venture, I'll tell you it was so intriguing because it is so in tune with the time, you know, or with the times. I mean, because uh, before I get ahead of myself, let me uh, let's. The name of the company is called Evaluate Sports, and. And it's interesting to uh, I'm going to let you explain to everybody what it is, but uh, it really caught my eye. And that's why I was like, you know what, let's get this out there right away, because you know what, it's so informative. So uh, and people should know about it. So let us know. Tell the world what you got going on. Yeah, basically, Evaluate Sports Consulting is a obviously a consulting firm uh, focused on football for the most part and really it came about in this way. You know, you mentioned my background and I'll go through it again, just for those that don't know at some point, but what I've been over the last six months to a year, spent a lot of time talking to obviously coaches, personnel people, um, scouts, uh, coaches at all levels. And, and uh, you know, just gathering information, talking about things that, you know, they go through. They're obviously picking my brain about things that I've done in the National Football League or at Coastal Carolina and, and, really just just compiling a list of you know their challenges their concerns obviously their their successes and and what i found is you know it, the the game of football has obviously evolved and there is unfortunately less players playing football at a young age these days and um, so what that does it's a little bit of a supply and demand in that in that you know everybody's looking for players but there's not as many to choose from. And, and you see that in the National Football League with offensive linemen. It's very difficult to find offensive linemen. And it's no different in high school. It's no different in college. It's no different at the youth level um, because there's just less kids playing. So you really have to maximize your resources and be efficient about it and really think outside the box to be able to take your program to the next level or really compete at a high level and no matter what level you're at. But what we've, what we've determined is there's a, there's a group of, of schools, and obviously I have a background at Coastal Carolina, which was an FCS program that transitioned to Division One. but there's a group of schools in that FCS, Division Two, Division Three, NAI level at the college level that has limited resources in terms of recruiting. So they don't have the huge budgets that Power Five schools or even G5 schools, group of five schools have. And, you know, they've got some excellent coaches. You know, the, the coaching profession is really, really good and really, really um, innovative these days, especially when it comes to X's and O's. But, you know, at that level, they have limited resources and the head coach has so many responsibilities. You're the head coach. You're usually the coordinator on one side of the ball. You've got to oversee the entire program. Sometimes you've got other responsibilities in terms of 
equipment or facilities and those type of things. And it seems like sometimes the recruiting area, because of the limited resources, they just rally to it. In other words, it's not, it's a priority, but they have limited resources to be able to really do something special with it. And what we came up with is, you know, especially even a school, for example, like Coastal Carolina, it's very difficult to allocate enough money for a position, say, player personnel director, or much less a department for recruiting, because, you know, hey, most coaches will just say, hey, we'll do it ourselves. The coaching staff can do it, yada, yada. And what we've developed is between me and my a group of people that, that work with me, hey, we'll be able to go and really serve those programs and you'll be able to hire us as a consultant. So what do I mean by that is we don't, we're not looking for insurance. We don't need a, sometimes these things are, are issues, big issues too. You benefits, you need an office. So you need space for someone to come in. You know, they need a computer, they need, you know, gear, they need everything else. And then not only that, but the amount of salary that you can allocate to a position like that is very limited. So you're not going to get much experience. You're going to get, you know, someone probably a lot younger with less experience that'll, that'll work hard, but doesn't have the resources or the network to really be able to, you know, take your program to the next level. And that's where we come in. We, you know, we can work with a, a, a smaller school. We can do, you know, obviously through the, through the last year in the, in the pandemic, you've learned, we all learned that, hey, Zoom works and, and telephone calls work and you can be able to work from different areas, but, but not actually have to be in the school itself. That doesn't mean that we don't go to those schools or we don't see them face to face. We do, but, but there's a lot of things that you can get done in a short amount of time. You can be very efficient with it. And really that's where our focus is, is to help those schools um, in that wheelhouse. And, and not only, not only those small colleges, but private high schools too have reached out to us and looking for, because, you know, high school kids want to get recruited too, just like, you know, college kids going to, or high school kids going to the, to the colleges, high school kids going to college, they'd like to be recruited too. So, you know, that's the gist of how it came about. That's kind of the gist of what we do. And what we really do is we work hand in hand with the head coach or whoever he designates or the entire staff, basically. We're just kind of an arm of them, an extension of them. And we'll go in and do a deep dive analysis of their program and how they're going about recruiting. And, you know, uh, you know, that basically it's, it's, you look at the competition, you, you, you have to really analyze yourself. It's really, you know, we always say the best analysis is self-analysis and, and you really have to know your strengths and weaknesses. And really what we do is a deep dive into the program and work with them and try to figure out ways to, you know, create a competitive advantage or emphasize their strengths and, and, you know, kind of minimize their, their weaknesses and, and really help them flourish, especially from a talent acquisition standpoint. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's funny because here in Long Island, where I live and grew up, football has gone the opposite way. It used to be such a high priority, and then now Long Island is a lacrosse bed and a soccer bed. And uh, that's one of the reasons why my brother and I, we started our football camp that we have uh, – because we wanted to, you know, our high school was very prominent in football when I was a kid growing up all the way through my brothers, both my two other brothers. But, you know, it's changed due to demographics and, you know, the way the neighborhoods are starting to uh, evolve. But yeah. we wanted to uh, also give kids an opportunity 
to learn the game from an NFL coach. From a, you know, my brother's got 25 years of experience all up and down everywhere, and uh, and then bringing in some of our friends who are current and retired coaches and players, and to help wake up, I, as I say, wake everyone up and say, you know, there's still the game of football. Don't get me wrong; I have nothing against lacrosse or soccer, but football is still there. It's still excuse me, played on Saturdays, Sundays, Thursdays now, Tuesdays. I mean, it's a popular game, and and, uh, and by giving back that experience, we, we hope to, uh, you know, get everyone back in the mix and uh, get into, you know, the game of football. But uh, it's funny, this uh, – your company would sound like a great idea for me to share with Eddie George, you know, who now became the uh, head coach at uh, Tennessee State. You know, there's um, – we're. Uh, I was joking around with someone saying that, boy, he's come a far away from Ohio State. You know, he's not going to have those kind of budgets and all that that they got going on. So – but uh, he, one thing he has aligned himself with is a great staff because he's got Hugh Jackson, Jeff Fisher, and uh, I forget who else he's added to that whole mix. But, uh, yeah, this would – this um, – Explain to people how the, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand how competitive it is out there. Like, it's a marketplace. You know, it's competition. Everyone's trying to buy the same cattle, so to speak, where everyone's uh, the, uh, I always say the combine is the America's largest supermarket when it comes to football. So explain how you guys would fit into that mix. Well, I'll tell you what, recruiting nowadays, is, it's, it's marketing and it's, it's, it's evaluation for one. You have to be able to evaluate the players and you have to have a system in place to do that. And you have to be able to track it. But I, I, also it's, it's marketing, it's branding, it's, it's uh, social media nowadays. And it's, and it's organizing your staff and your recruiting footprint. In other words, your geographic area where you're recruiting and your roster makeup is a big part of that too. So you really have to look at that. You really have to be able to self-scout yourself and say, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what's working. Here's what's not. You can't be afraid to try new ideas. You've got to be able to push that envelope a little bit and think outside the box. And and if you can do that, then I think that's really the teams that, that the, the programs that really, really grasp that, um, you know, that's that's the ones that's, that, that really flourish. And, and again, a lot of times, you got the best coach. This this guy is really good, and obviously he wants to be better. He wants to do move on and do better things and take his program to the next level. But sometimes they just don't have the experience to be able to do that or the research resources. And you know, no different than what you're talking about with your camp. It, you know, you're giving them an NFL experience. Being these kids being coached by an NFL coach or former player or or how whatever, and we're kind of offering the same thing in that we're offering you know, 30 years of experience, just me and, you know, including everyone probably over a hundred years, but, but uh, an opportunity to work with those kind of people that have been there and, and have the experience and have a track record of success and have ideas that, that you can certainly uh, utilize and, and be able to break it down for you and really what help you with those kind of things and give you a, give you a game plan for that, that piece of your program for, a, for a very reasonable price. And, you know, what's funny is, the role social media plays in this. I mean, uh, get into that a little bit because it, it, I didn't even know that kids could upload videos to set up recruiting packages and all that. I was like, I, I just learned about that two years ago, actually. 
the social media part of it is really, really big nowadays. And, and it can get real extravagant. You can spend a lot of money on it. I mean, and, and that's another piece of it that, that really, you know, resources wise, you really got to watch, but social media for the most part, just posting something or, or, or following someone or, or advertising on there is basically free. So you've got to have, you know, it, it just doesn't willy nilly happen. You have to have a plan for it. You have to have, you know, everyone on the same page, everyone with the same message, everyone with the same brand and, and competitive advantage is getting them out there. But yeah, that's something that's, that's huge. And these kids, they're, they're on social media. They want to hear from schools. They'll, they'll, they'll push your, your word out there if you get to them, but you got to really reach out to them and you really got to take advantage of social media because it's a big part of recruiting nowadays. Yeah, I think uh, the be- the biggest one happens to be Twitter because everyone is on Twitter. I think if you uh, when you go through the social media opportunities, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, I guess some, to some extent, I think Twitter is the one that happens to be the most uh, driven. Uh, you know, it generates a lot of leads. It generates a lot of uh, interaction. Yeah, I agree with that, no doubt. The, the Twitter is really where where you go in terms of recruiting. Obviously you have pages on those other uh, platforms, but, but Twitter is where everybody really resides. And, and between Twitter and your own school's website, you know, those are probably the two biggest areas that you're going to want to concentrate on um, when it comes to social media. And, you know, the one thing I would say to uh, everyone watching and listening to this, you know, everyone wants to get to a level. When you're obviously in peewee, you want to get to, you know, grade school. Then from grade school, you want to get to high school. High school, you want to get to college. And then college, you hope to get to the uh, pro level. And I would say to everyone out there, why not look up your website and get a hold of you? And the reason I say this is because 30 years of experience the rest of your staff, like you said, with probably a hundred years altogether, why not go to a proven entity to get to your goal, to help you reach your goal? I think a lot of times people, and uh, whether you're on the, uh, the coaching side or the athlete side, sometimes people are afraid to admit that they need help, you know, and they also, um, they think, oh, you know, you have this I know it all attitude and whatnot. And I and my brother and Jimmy had these conversations. Uh, and for everyone who forgets or doesn't know, my brother Jimmy's an assistant coach with the Buffalo Bills. If you get a head coaching job, and uh, you know, most of the times when guys are being interviewed for those jobs, you know, they got guys in mind of who they want to take with them and who they want to hire and whatnot. And I used to tell my brother years ago, finally, he, you know, he got it. Um, you can't always hire your best friend. You've got to hire people that are going to keep you in that position for as long as you could be there. Because the more you win, the longer you stay, the more money you make, and so on and so on. And I think the same thing when it comes to getting to a place everything is so specialized nowadays in regards to like when you and i were growing up you went to the gym yourself you did the running yourself and now you got people that are getting their toenails cut by certain you know manicures and whatever and their hair cut specialty and massage and stretch and there's so many things that uh 
go into the whole package, but aren't the most important things. You know, it's about prioritizing, okay, what do I need to, uh, uh, if I'm watching uh, the both of us talk right now, okay, wow, they're talking about this, this, this. I need to do this. How do I do this? How do I get to the next level? You know, those are the things that uh, the athletes, the football players have to take into account. And if I have an outlet like Evaluate Sports, I should really take a look at it. You know, I don't need to do what everyone else is doing, but look at the program you just built, you know, down at uh, Coastal Carolina. Look at the things that you've done in the past. And, and, and this is not a sales pitch for your company, but take a look at it. It's, it's a proven uh, entity. There's plenty of proof there to look at and say to yourself, wow, maybe I should, you know, or maybe as a player, maybe I should take this to the head coach or the player development guy or something along those lines. You know, there's a budget for everything. It does, You know, you don't always have to go in and buy the biggest, uh, you know, biggest, baddest thing there. But, you know, you, you evaluate and you figure out what you can afford to do and where do you, does Evaluate Sports come in and help our, help me or help our program or our team? Yeah, and I, two quick points on that. I mean, if if you're a coach and you're looking for ideas, you're looking for ways to get better, pick up the phone and call me. We'll give I'll give you my phone number. The website is evaluatesports.net. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at, at rmules, R-N-U-E-L-S-2. Um, but the website is really gives you some background, but, but let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. We'll jump on a Zoom call. I'll give you my ideas. You, we can talk about your concerns and, 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 you know, what you're trying to get out of it. And then we'll come together with an analysis of the program. We'll come together with a blueprint to really help you. And it's not just a one-time deal. We've got a calendar of things to do during the season that we can help you with, especially in terms of what we're talking about that really, and again, will help you take, you know, your, these coaches, especially at this level, for the most part, they're worried about blocking the nine technique or, when we pull the backside guard or how we're going to attack this coverage or these zone blitzes. And, you know, that you, you have so many responsibilities that, you know, you'd like for someone to have someone you can count on, someone with some expertise, someone with a history of success that can really be on your side and help you. And also you can use it in recruiting. You can help yourself in recruiting um, for the most part. But um, I think that's very important. You brought up another point is, you know, it's kind of a, a, copycat league kind of in a way you talk about football everybody kind of looks at each other and you know I <laughs> Joe Mobley who I was the general manager of the uh, in the UFL at Omaha Nighthawks he was the head coach and then we reunited at Coastal Carolina he was the head coach there had a lot of success at the FCS level and then went to division one um, and he he's also a unique story in that this is the same guy that was a successful high school coach in the 80s and then ended up at Dartmouth as a defensive coordinator, had an opportunity to go to Miami and, and at, at the time, one of the, if not the best program in the country and couldn't afford to because he had uh, going through a divorce and had kids and a wife he had to support and couldn't afford to live in Miami and support his family up there. So here's what he did. He came to the realization, this, it, I need to do something else to be able to support my family. I'm at the top of my profession. I can't afford to do it. And what he did is he went to New York and, and got into the, uh, training program at Merrill Lynch <laughs> and ended up being Merrill Lynch's number one earner by the end of 
end of 99, 2000, and ended up getting a CEO job with TD Ameritrade, which at the time was on the brink of bankruptcy. And he ends up taking them from the brink of bankruptcy to the number one online trading company in the world by 2007. And you can see, and he always talks about, hey, there's so many, so many parallels between the game of football and business. And I learned more from him, that aspect of it and the approach of it. And, and he would say, he would say this, and, and there's a lot of things that I take from him and really looking back on my experience, I've always been a guy that thinks outside the box, try new things. If we don't keep trying new things, you know, we're just, no matter what, where we're at, we're either going to get caught or we're not going to be able to catch up unless we, even if we're doing well, we got to do a little bit different, but everybody says, okay, Hey, here's the thing for the last decade, the team that team to copy is the Patriots. If we do everything like the Patriots are doing, we should be Super Bowl champs, right? Well, there's a little bit of flaw in that system. If you don't have Tom Brady, you're doing everything you can, the same as the Patriots, and you're not winning the Super Bowl. And Kansas City similar. If you don't have Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, you're going to be good, but you're not going to be Kansas City. So, in other words, we don't have – if you don't have those weapons, you're not going to be Alabama. So, you're not going to copy everything Alabama's doing and expect to be Alabama. You've got to look at yourself – come up with different ways to create competitive advantages. And really that's what it comes down to is competitive advantages and and trying to create those things. And, and really the way I look at it and the way, you know, uh, Joe and I have had many conversations about this is, and he would say this, he would say, okay, in football and big daddy, you, you, you've been around it for your whole life. We, we want to create a competitive, what's our competitive advantage? 90% of coaches are going to say, well, we're going to outwork them. We're going to work harder than everybody else. Well, you know this too. Um, everybody in football works hard. I've not been around a staff or, or anything that doesn't work hard. So let's take that off the table. The, the, let's assume everyone's working just as hard as we are. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you, you often hear is we're a little bit smart. We're smarter than everybody else. So we're just going to outsmart them. Well, <laughs> that's well and good, but there's a lot of smart people out there. So let's assume not only that they're as smart as us, but let's assume they're a little bit smarter. So let's take those two things off the table. Now let's figure out how we're going to get a competitive advantage, if that makes sense. So we got to think of something else, just the standard, hey, we're smart than everybody and we're going to outwork them. Hey, that's great, but that's really not a tangible way we're going to create a competitive advantage. And so, you know, you've got to think outside the box. You've got to be able to afraid, uh, not be afraid to take chances. And, you know, I, I think you've got to uh, try different things. I mean, Joe would say, hey, that's how you learn. You're going to, you're going to, make mistakes. Yeah, but we're going to learn from it. That's the only way we learn from it. And I found that when you do try new things and you do reach out, really striving to get better and really take your program to another, another level, the mistakes that you make are very, very minimal compared to the successes you have if you're really willing and, and buy into really making changes and, and doing things the way that, that, that really have shown to be successful. Yeah, you know, and uh, you you said it earlier, it's about sitting there and 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 listening and learning you know you 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 may be a head coach and you you have all your ducks in a row but you may be that missing piece you know evaluate sports may be that missing piece that takes you over the hump or gets you in over the goal line you know it's just a matter of being willing to uh you know because obviously all head coaches are head coaches they the everything ends everything uh, ends with them but you know what? The, I, I always say the smart head coach is the guy that aligns himself with all the right people, you know, and that's in everything. I think it's coaching, 
uh, on the, you know, the athlete side, the same thing. If you're in a positive atmosphere, positive surrounding, and you get rid of all the negative, you will succeed. And I think, uh, I think for all these uh, coaches that are listening and watching and all these athletes and even the parents that are watching and listening, go to the website, take a look. And like Rick said, he's available phone calls, Zoom calls, emails, whatever it is to get the message across so you have a total and clear understanding of what they bring to the table and how they can help in uh, as far as, uh, you know, a college, you know, in recruiting and recruiting always brings up enrollment. You know, think about uh, when we had our last interview about Coastal Carolina. You know, you said that you guys jumped from one point to another point just due to the success of the, po- of the football team. I mean, you guys are on national TV. That, that, that exposure, I tell people all the time, is priceless. You can't even put – you can't put a number on it because it brings – it, it, it widens your audience. I mean, like you've never, you could imagine, you could never imagine, you know, I mean, that's, those are the things that people uh, have to take into account when you're, if you really want to get to the next level, then do your homework and research and find out how you get there. No doubt. And you took the words right out of my mouth when you talk about us, it's really a, a university wide development when your football program is doing well, it, there, I can show you the analytics. It drives admissions. It drives enrollment. It drives school spirit, and it drives your attendance. You, you know, there's there'll be kids that want to enroll at your school because you've got a football program and you've got a competitive football program, and that in turn leads me into you know, hey, again, our our price points are are very reasonable. We'll work with you on it. We understand what what you know constraints that sometimes and obstacles you have, but we can also help you with the athletic director, with the president or with boosters or with donors or whoever, you know, we've got experience in that too. I mean, I've spoken to, I can't, I can't tell you how many groups of boosters and advisors and, and athletic directors and, and administrators. And, and we have a, a, a product that is going to benefit the entire university. If the football program is successful and, and I think that really that's the key and and so that's something that we can do. We'll certainly work with you if you if you have if you need us to help to get funding, we can help you with that too. Well, listen, Rick, give everybody the website again and also your uh, social media because I want to make sure that uh, everyone has an understanding of where to find you, how to find you, and to everyone listening watching. Get on the horn, man. Get get start zooming. Start emailing. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get Rick in front of you, whether it's via phone or live or however you want to do it. You have many options. So, uh, give your information again, Rick. Absolutely. Uh, our website is evaluatesports.net. Um, my email is Rick at evaluatesports.net. Uh, my Twitter is R M U E L S uh, two. Um, on Twitter, uh, my cell phone at 215-478-7136. You call, you'll get me. You call, I'll talk to you. Love to jump on a Zoom and just discuss some ideas and, and tell you what we're all about and, and uh, talk about your program and, and really um, excited about this and, and really want to do some good and, and really think that, that, that we've got something to offer. And, and uh, it's been received really well so far. So, um, 
we hopefully can keep it continuing and really grow this thing uh, with some really quality programs. Hey, look, everyone, it, when, when you can get an asset like this, take advantage of it and, and, and make it work for you because they're willing to share their experience and their knowledge. And actually, it's a gift. So don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Take it. Listen, watch, learn, put the plan into, uh, into motion and get to where you're trying to get to. And everyone's trying to win on both sides. You as the person that needs to hire these people and them as the people that are helping you to get where you need to get to. No one's here to lose. Everybody's here to win, win, win. And, and that's the attitude you need to take when you're trying to take the step from the bottom, uh, the bottom floor when you're trying to get to the top. It takes work, but it also takes the right people around you, and it takes the, you know, the proper and correct knowledge and having the right teacher. When you have all those things in place, you can succeed. So, again, evaluatesports.net is where you need to go to get to the next level. So, to everyone, to Rick, thanks so much for uh, jumping on board again here at Big Daddy and Friends. And uh, I will make sure that uh, I will pass along this information to a couple of people uh, that uh, may not want to hear it from me, but need to hear it. You know, it's it's like anybody else. If you make a mistake, it's hard to be told that you made one and you can correct it, you know. And, and, and that's the biggest thing. A lot of people sometimes hey, I've done it this way. You know, Alabama was running the wishbone all the way through the 80s. And you notice in the 90s, they were out the door. You know, they had a successful plan. It had to be changed. I mean, look at Alabama now. It's different. But you know what I'm trying to say. The same thing with Oklahoma in the 80s, wishbone. And then, you know, people hey, it out and you got to change. Successful people would tell you, you know, when you say, why are we doing this? And the answer is, because this is the way we've always done it, is not a winning strategy. No. You know, you've got to you've got to know why, and then you've also got to challenge yourself to do things a little bit different to get an advantage. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, told it's not a strategy, Big Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. to do something. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, change of pace. It's uh, I went from shirts and uh, and ties and suits to hey, I'm a football guy and I wear a T-shirt on a Sunday. You know, absolutely. So, uh, I'm going with the times. But uh, anyway, hey, Rick, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, again, everyone else who is uh, everyone who is watching and listening, EvaluateSports.net and uh, Big Daddy will be back at you real soon. So make sure you stay in tune with Big Daddy and friends, and we'll see everybody real soon. Thanks.